What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Not 99 Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Waters, and with me today, to my right, my lovely wife, Rashan Waters. Hey. Across from me, the Virginian with an accent that makes all the ladies go, Oh, Jonathan, you're so cute. And who is getting all my ever-loving nerves today. (laughs) Hello, and... Hello, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> and to my left, next to Jonathan, Rebecca Bright. Hi. <laughs> we have four people. It's been a while since we have four people yeah, on the show. So excited for the season finale. We're going to leave this one as a cliffhanger. That's the last part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Friday Night Lights. We're going to make people want to come back for more. That's a show that doesn't even on anymore. Oh, is, I don't understand. I don't know. Needs an, I, don't, I can't think of a current TV show. Yeah. What's a good current TV show? This Book is us. This is us. Yeah. Which one of us is going to have a baby next year? <laughs> Hint, it's Becca. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. And then Andy just died. <laughs> We're so what's up, Becca and Losi? You guys haven't been on in a while. What's new? I know I know Becca Becca has a new Becca, house. did you get a new tattoo? I, I did. Thank wow, you I didn't for even noticing. Notice. Yeah. What does it say? It's the coordinates to where Andy and I used to, um, when we were dating, Go walking? Used to go walking. Yeah. We both got it, so. Um, Long-time listeners will remember that story. I know. What's the uh, exact place called? It's just the walking track. There's not a... <laughs> so it's not like in Fayetteville, Alabama? No. <laughs> After that new donation they're going to give, it's going to be the Bryant Love Track. Yeah. <laughs> it is. We're going to tell like them it. how to landscape everything. <laughs> That's what Run you it. do. Yeah. Would yeah. you guys give it like 2.5 mil for that? that yeah. Right? yeah. Well, you know, we're not trying to brag. Um, <laughs> that was that was just the down payment. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is later. But you know what's crazy is I probably will never go back to this walking track because the last time we went, I saw a snake there. And done. I was like, out, done, walk on back. Yep. Not doing it. Just take your gun next time. No, I'm not. No, I've seen it. Hey, and I don't. I'm from Virginia, but y'all can tell I'm. Living in Alabama now. Take your gun. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that Rebecca's like, I know that there were snakes there before. Yes, but I didn't but see them. But they him. weren't seen. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I've seen him. <laughs> right in front of me and I almost left both my he kids. He walked in front of you? No. I mean, not walk. Freaky snakes do you guys have in the Sylacauga walking truck? <laughs> what, kind of, uh, what kind of snake was it? A killer. What color was killer. it? I don't know. Does it matter? <laughs> did he have a Did he have a no, rattler no. on his tail? Mm-mm, no. He was just a little black snake. Probably. Probably. Little. Like, I didn't stick around to, to pay attention to the details of it. I literally had Nora, who is my oldest and eight, and she was in the stroller. But Memphis was in the stroller, but she wanted to walk. And Nora's like, I'll, I'll see it. I don't care. And so she gets in it, and it, Andy had Memphis on his shoulders, and all of a sudden it just crawled. Um, whatever slithered <laughs> and um i just stopped and andy like killed out his arm like go back and I, the stroller wouldn't move fast enough and i was like i'm about to leave her i'm about to leave her I'm like i'm not get run i don't care i did and i like jogged all the way back to the car and andy's like it's gone why like a mile down the road why are you still jogging i'm like because i don't i'm not going home we went home it's got a scent now it had yeah, your scent it, it could did. be chasing it, you so if had seen one of the snakes at our house you wouldn't have come back no i wouldn't i'm serious like i'm one and 
I'd be dang if I didn't. (laughs) If I didn't move into so then after that we closed on our house. We just got a house and we closed on it. And I started thinking we're in woods. (laughs) Why that didn't occur to me when we were purchasing this house? I have no idea. The day we closed and we go back to the house, I was like, "Hey, um." These snakes here, these, snakes. <laughs> these woods that Are we now live in, like, how bad is this? And it's like, it's our house now, and I want it to die. Like, if I see one, I'm, I'm going to burn the place down, or I'm going to move. I don't know. I just don't do it. That's practical. Hey, I'm with you. I don't like snakes either. And how about, I, I thought about I this the other day. I feel like snakes. they're multiplying. Like, there's more stories now, and maybe it's because social media, but I've had social media for like 11 years, so... There's more stories now I hear about snakes than I ever care to hear about. Because it's summertime too, so yeah. like I feel out. it's more now. Than People I'll are just ever. trying to one up each other. But there's snake stories; they can have them yeah. all day long. They're, I don't want to warm. I, one I up. think I think there are probably the same amount of snakes now that there were. My neighbor said that he got in his truck the other day, and there was one. Snake Um Around his... Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We ain't even playing that. Like, I'll be scared to make Andy come get me. Like, I, I freak out. There was a snake, though. My neighbor said there was a snake in his, uh, in his truck wrapped around his rearview mirror. And let me tell you something. If I'm in my car... That, that would be scary. And I'm going down 280 and that a snake be- just yeah. crawls, I don't care who I hit. And I don't care what... I don't know what I do. I would, And then I started thinking, what if I was at the red light? Because, you know, my mind goes... To the extreme of things, because yeah. oh, sure. I'm a, I guess I'm a girl. I don't know why. Mom, I don't know. <laughs> Rebecca, I don't know. But I was sitting at the red light, and I was thinking, what if a snake just crawled up here? Ooh. And what would I do? I said, <laughs> I would sl- I would hope I'd put it in park. I don't know. I'd probably just jump out of my car and just I'd sit on sit on the top and wait for somebody to come get me. <laughs> And then they get the snake out, and you're like, you want this car? Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not driving this car. you got to drive it somewhere free. Come get it right now. <laughs> Man, Look, I'm sweating so, over here thinking right, about snakes. So why, back to your neighbor, does he, like, leave his car outside? And, Must leave the windows down. Yeah. It has to be one of the His car outside? Well, you, uh, like, not in a garage. Yeah, yeah, in other words, he didn't put it in the garage. Yeah, no. And I mean, he, he has a carport, but it's, uh, you know. Please tell he's a windows down kind of yeah, person. He's, he's yeah, down. he has to. Tell me then, like, crawl up through the firewall. Unless it's like a baby snake. <laughs> Y'all, I really didn't ask any questions. All I heard was there was a snake in his truck. That's all I had to hear. Oh, and I, was I like, like the way you just said that, in his truck. I'm out. Is my accent that strong It today? was cool. I love it. I actually love country accents. I, I try not to I have one on purpose. I country accent, do I? <laughs> Whatever, Lucy. Are you drunk right now? Yeah, you do. I think half of our listeners just listen to listen to how we sound, not what we say. <laughs> Let's hear them, them Alabama people talk. folks down there saying in Alabama. <laughs> hey, did you know that we are, if you, well, technically you as well, even though you live in Sylacauga, we're Birminghamian. I saw that. Is that, that what we're called? Birminghamian? Bur- Birminghamian. 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 What? <laughs> That's so weird. I saw it the other day. I was I was reading history of Birmingham. Like Birmanites. Birmanites. That's awesome. Birmanites. I would be called Silicogians. Yeah. Yeah. Silicogians. Yeah. Lucy. Yes. <laughs> Did you see? I wish we were going to say that. Yes. Yes. Waiting for my interview I'm question. Still here. <laughs> 
Yeah, Next. Lacey, what is the most important? No, I'm just kidding. What have you been up to, man? I, you know what? I've barely even like seen you outside the podcast lately. I feel like you're traveling a lot or something. Yeah, I am. I'm on a world tour right now. World tour. <laughs> world tour. Did, you, did your book come out? Uh, not yet. The Losey Experience, what not it's yet. like to be called J-Lo in a <laughs> modern society. <laughs> male version J-Lo? Yeah. What it's like to be a male J-Lo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounded like you said J-Lo, didn't yeah. it? That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that thought that. I caught it, and I, I was like, I oh. I caught it as I said it. I like, yeah, that didn't sound like No, just, yeah, like you said, just um, been traveling a lot with work. Now that Highlands College is over, I feel like, I felt like I'd have like all this extra time, <laughs> but I think uh, Moore's, my company, has sucked a lot of that up. <laughs> so that and um, just family and just enjoying. I, actually, I'm enjoying this summer. That's good. Normally, I don't enjoy the summer because I'm in the air conditioning business. Oh yeah. And you know, <laughs> lots of yeah. You, know, you don't get the phone calls saying, "Hey, y'all did a great job." You don't get the phone calls when. <laughs> Thank you for this cold air. Yeah. <laughs> I did, you're really in the air conditioning building? Mm-hmm. I mean, business mm-hmm. building. Yeah. That building. too, probably. Yeah. yeah, we take care of buildings. <laughs> That's the air that we condition specifically. That's it. Well, I'm just we, we don't really condition out. the outside. No. <laughs> hey, and speaking of which, did anybody like growing up when you left the front door open? Yeah. Your dad would say, I ain't trying to air condition the outdoors. Yes. Shut that door. Well, so, uh, yeah. my grandparents. Yeah, my grandparents my dad, that, yeah. Was, yeah. My dad's pretty quiet. That, he's always like, close the door. Yeah. My aunt always used to say, were you born in a barn? Shut the door. Yeah, my dad say that too. Yeah. I'm like, but, Jesus uh, was? What? That's right. Wow. Well, <laughs> that's what you would say. That was your that comeback as a Why is that an insult? I don't <laughs> We saw, we were looking at Airbnbs the other night, and we saw someone had a barn that they furnished. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, like, different rooms were furnished. That's cool. I had never seen that. Like, that's straight up from the outside, just looked like yeah. a barn that was, like, decrepit. Yeah. yeah, you know, but then like on the inside, it's it was like a barn that was decrepit with furniture in it. But <laughs> it <was laughs> no, it was it looked, it looked better. Than was that. it updated? But like it no looked... air conditioning. Yeah, it was. Where uh, was Glamping, it? basically. Glamping's what they called it. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> um, Chattanooga. Oh, I was like, where? Well, are we you're going? kind of in the mountains. Yeah. So you, yeah. well, I mean, it's you not need... too bad. Yeah. Up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're going. We're going to Chattanooga this weekend. So awesome. yeah, Sunday we're dropping our kids off with my parents for a week, and we're gonna have like a week of just being like us, and then Friday we're gonna go to Chattanooga and do the lantern tour at Ruby Falls. So oh, that's gonna be, that's gonna be so much fun! It'll be fun, and then we, they've we got, can't do that with the kids. That's a, <laughs> then you've got who would want to? I would be like, yeah. <laughs> are you gonna go to the Chattazuga? <laughs> we are not. <laughs> <laughs> Zoos are not my thing. Rashan loves these. Oh, I'm just like, man. Have you seen that? It's just like visit the. It's a. It's a billboard as you're going through there. It's like something about visit the Chattazuga. <laughs> We're gonna visit the Ruby Falls. Yeah. We're so. looking forward to it. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's gonna be good. What do you, you? What do you got? Big Father's Day plans? You gonna Sarah and Sarah and Sebastian gonna um. take you out? No, I worked at lunch. Like yeah, we actually got some stuff going on tomorrow. Sarah so. and Sebastian sounds like a band. Yeah. yeah. Sarah and Sebastian. S squared J. Gosh. So tomorrow, I'm actually, so exciting, I get to do my first wedding this coming Saturday. That is awesome. Who's getting married? Your cousin. I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> Candy and Grant are getting married. 
I, I was waiting for her to ask me that. I was, in fact, I was getting ready to bail her out and say, you by the way, you're such a jerk. Well, Why no, would you not no, bail you, me you out? You beat me to it. I couldn't. <laughs> you should have been like, don't, don't ask. Like, no, you got it out so quick. You know, just <laughs> I, it was so quick. I couldn't get it. I, I couldn't just stop. Trying you. to help the conversation yeah. flow. Won't yeah. do that again. So, yeah. So next Saturday, I get to do my first officiate my first wedding. That's awesome. Out in Anniston in uh, Calhoun County at the barn, at the Michael Wedding Barn. Nice. So um, so tomorrow we've got our last meeting with Becca's cousin <laughs> and her fiancé. My other cousin, her twin, eloped and got married yes, in, Colorado. in Colorado. So that's why I'm all thrown off of who's getting married and who's not. Yeah. <laughs> also, Becca wasn't invited. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're moving on. Um, so, uh, so yeah, going to meet fun. with them and I don't, uh, and then I've got a small group tomorrow night and then I got to go, actually I'm back on the road Monday, Man. um, and come back Thursday, early Thursday morning. So all that to say, uh, we have tabled or deferred Father's Day until next weekend. Oh. Hey, if you can't, with that. if you can't, cause you know, for me, I'm like, y'all are going to really celebrate me and. Do you a ever? Real, yeah. yeah, and it takes a whole weekend, so we so, can't yeah, squeeze off. So more than just yeah. a day, it's yeah. a whole weekend. <laughs> what about got, you, Jay? Well, I got my present early. So, oh. uh, what'd you get? Uh, so, for for those who've been listening the last couple of weeks, I've talked about it on the show, but I've been into retro gaming lately, and so specifically retro handheld gaming. And so I, I actually got a Game Boy. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Ooh, That's, That's what I got. cool. And right. I have a Game Boy Color. And I'm very, I, I did my first Game Boy refurb this week. That was fun. Took it apart, took the lens cover off, put a new one on, cleaned the whole thing. Works like brand new. It's awesome. Mm. I learned how to solder. Now I'm soldering. If you guys need anything soldered, some <laughs> wires put together. <laughs> I'll call you. I got to me. Can you hotwire a car? I didn't say I learned <laughs> schematics. <laughs> But yeah, call me if you need that. No, okay. no I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no, I don't know how to hire a car. I don't think you solder when you're hiring. <laughs> we just get this soldering iron warmed up. We'll get this car started. Police come by. What you doing? I'm trying to get this soldering iron warmed up. The dog won't crank. That's funny. It's taking me forever to steal this car. Dumb crooks, you know. Yeah. Hey, it probably it's probably been one of those on one of those episodes. So. That's good. That's good. So yeah, man, that was my uh, that was my my father's gift. I've been playing with it for two weeks. It's been super fun. I'm playing awesome. for the first time, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, mm. a game that everybody else my age played when they were seven. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> eh, thirty-seven. It's all good. I never was into Zelda. Like I, I never was into the, uh, I guess what do you call those games? Like action games? Or Zelda's what? more of a yeah, it's like an action adventure. A little bit of I don't know if it's role playing so much. Maybe a little bit. I don't. Yeah, I'm still learning all the game technology. I was always into like uh, remember Tech Mobile? Yes, oh, Super man. Tech Mobile. Yeah, that those were the games. Was I she was shaking her head because all she ever played was Speedy Gonzalez on Super no. Nintendo. And Mario. Oh, and that Noah game that we talked about when Anthony was here. Yeah, I watched the <laughs> Noah game. I didn't play it. We had Bible games for the original. Really? One, it was fun. On the Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Bible game? <laughs> For real? That's what we said, but Anthony looked it up as legit. Yep. Really? Yep. Oh, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so I do have a confession. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good one, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. I have another one after I, you. <laughs> I like, I've gotten addicted to NASCAR. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, so, check this you out. You are so random. Yeah, yeah. NASCAR and you sleep with a sleep mask. I do sleep with a sleep mask. <laughs> oh, by the way, Sebastian got his today. Nice. So, now he's got one. He wanted one. But but it is camo. So, it's, oh, well, so okay. it's manly. That was my confession. I saw a whole line of them at TJ Maxx, if you ever run out of one. Really? And I almost took a picture and sent it to you. It was like, hey, man, they have a whole line of... Well, thank you for letting me know. I like how Jonathan's like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Put that, that in the database. Yeah, so that, so check <laughs> this out. Database of sleep masks. That's right. <laughs> the colors and everything. <laughs> so check this out. Like NASCAR and truck stops. I love truck stops. <laughs> All right, so I'm with you on truck stops. I'm out. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't care much about food. Yeah, it's like the, it's that's like a super convenient. And it's, it's like the a consistency. Yeah, you know, I like, do like, yeah. Seriously. You know, their what, bathrooms are always cleaner. Exactly. Oh, they're, they're, they have a better food selection. They have showers if for whatever selection. reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just. This I just mean, made a left hard turn, I hard mean, pass. Like maybe you, I don't know, maybe you went for a jog or something and you need to take a shower. That's what truckers my, do. On my they road jog. trip, going, yeah. going lots of jogs while I'm on my road maybe trip. Maybe you're like Forrest Gump or something, you know? <laughs> I don't see it. Oh, that's running. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for real, NASCAR. That's what is up with NASCAR? I don't know I, what I've it is, but I'm addicted. Into NASCAR. I don't know, man. Now I want to go drive. Ooh. Now I do I want do. to drive one. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not into it enough to watch it. Never My dad it. watched it. I have like, a NASCAR video game though. Every single week. <laughs> we'll it's it. a really long season. Is it Heat? Is it for the Xbox? No, it's for the Game Boy. <laughs> oh, because oh, oh, oh. because we so we got Heat Three, NASCAR Heat Did Three you? for Sebastian for oh, the Xbox yeah. One, and we also got him a Deer Hunter game. I mean, you can tell I'm all in, man. I'm all in. I'm Deer Hunter, truck stops, and NASCAR. I didn't mean to cut you off, for Shannon. I'm sorry. No, no, so I'm gonna let Jonathan play my NASCAR game before he leaves, though. That's yes, it. please. I'm Welcome addicted. to Alabama, Jay Lucy. Yeah, officially an Alabamian. Rashan's dad's been in the NASCAR. Like he's still into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's who's his favorite driver? Oh, Wait, they all change now. I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay, back to your story. I can't. That was the story. I'm really great at those. <laughs> he watched it like every every. I feel like it was mostly Sundays, and um, for a long time I didn't get it. I was like, they're just going in circles. But then as I got older, I was Rebecca's like, like oh, yeah, that is what they do. Yeah, it's more great. to it. Like strategy. A mm-hmm. lot of strategy. Yeah. So I, my mom loved. Um, oh shoot, I forgot his name. Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, Jeff yeah, Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Loved Jeff Gordon. That's because so he was good looking. Yeah, but say Probably. every female well, I know he, down here loved Jeff well, Gordon. He at was one like point. really nice and nice like, and good looking, good boy or whatever. And yeah, <laughs> Becca's like, yeah, also good looking. <laughs> Turns out he was nice, but he was also good looking because there are other nice NASCAR drivers. No one well. knows their names. Yeah, <laughs> not as good looking. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at you. Y'all like, you want to know my favorite driver? Yes. Yes. Bubba Wallace. So he oh, didn't even know who, he's who nice. that was. He's, he's petty. Really nice. Petty guy. Oh, I've always been a petty fan, Richard Petty. I about to say, you got to know the king. You know, watch NASCAR. Petty's a name. Not a. Not like he's being petty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What What is it with King? Not all of our listeners watch NASCAR. I love. <laughs> yeah, I, I love King is. Jesus. I love Richard Petty, <laughs> the king of racing, and I love Elvis, Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> the king of rock and roll. Sandwich, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> Older version or younger version? Of what? Elvis. 
Elvis? All the versions. Uh, or all the all versions. versions. All the versions. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would have liked him when he was younger. Yeah. My mom had a huge crush on Elvis. And, like, to this day, if I, like, do an Elvis impression in front of her, she's like, nope, stop. Don't even. Don't that's do insulting. It. No, it's not insulting. It's because she doesn't want to see me in the same line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. She's I get like, it now, my she's bad. A, she yeah. literally, she's like, I can't. Nope. Don't. Don't do that. Have you ever noticed, though, like, I've, um, if you ever turn on, I think it's like AMC, American Movie Classics, some, they'll have, like, some of the original Elvis movies. Oh, when yeah. Was first, they're, they're pretty cheesy. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, they are. When he's in Hawaii and he's, like, just sitting there yeah. checking yeah. out a girl or yeah. whatever. It's yeah. like With his stunt hair. Yeah. Do you yeah. think he was cheesy in real life? Nah. Uh, no, I think he was... Uh, Fly. I think he was very fly. I think he was uh, a big time. What are you person. guys, 90s kids? Why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know. As soon as I said it, I was like, no one call me out on that. And you did. Of course. Well, you be like mimicked you. <laughs> and no, then you totally went with it. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not like, like, I, hanging on I that think one. Elvis was a perfectionist, uh, big time. Yeah. And what a sad story. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. He'd still be living today, probably, you know? And, um, or, you know, he would have lived a lot longer, but, uh, just a sad story. I think he, he just, um, didn't know how to cope. And, uh, so it kind of, kind of lends into what we're talking about today a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. Our topic today, we talked about, we said on the show last week, we're going to, or two weeks ago now, because we, we skipped a week, um, that we're going to talk about hope. It was one of the topic, it was the topic that our, one of our listeners, wrote in about and uh, wanted us to kind of give our take on hope. I don't necessarily think this is going to be, you know, a lot of times lately and, and hopefully we don't just, I don't think this needs to be or necessarily is what we try to do all the time, but we, we all the times end up with the like stance of how to have this or how to be, I don't think that's what this episode's about. This isn't how to have hope. This is a, a discussion on hope, right? Like yeah, um, just to read some of what our listener wrote to us, he talked about, um, you know, hope must be for something that we do not yet have. So is it by, is it, if by extension that's the case, is it important to not have certain things? Um, you know, he also talked about, you know, what, what is it that keeps us fighting the good fight when it feels like all is lost? Or do we just wait till it passes, hoping something passes? Do we hope our circumstances get better? Is our hope in our circumstances? Is our joy in how we feel? You know, um, what, what, you know, what, Let's kind of, I, you know, we can dig into that. You know, what is what is hope? Yeah, and no, I think hope for me is just that um, that thing that's down on the inside of you that allows you and causes you to get up every day and keep going. Mm. Um, I think for you to have hope, it's kind of like the next thing in your life, the mm. next goal, the next dream, the next, and you can be in a phase of what's next and mm-hmm. not know the unknown. And that's what's then fear creeps in. Mm-hmm. And I think people who are hopeless lose the what next attitude because they're in that monotonous, same mm-hmm. phase, same thing that uh, then fear creeps in and the what ifs and nothing's going to happen. You know, it's just, then you're consumed with yourself. When you step away and help somebody else, you realize it shouldn't be about you to begin with. Mm-hmm. So. I think there's some bad responses to hopelessness too, right? I think a lot of times, you know, going back to you're talking about Elvis, you know, really essentially dying of a of a drug overdose, mm-hmm. you know, why why would why why do you start taking that stuff? You know, why do people turn to substances and things like that? 
a lot of times just when they're in a season of hopelessness, right? Oh yeah. And 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 because you, you, it's easier to escape than to deal. Yeah. And I think escapism is a dangerous thing. Whatever that escapism is, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be drugs. It could be, it could be alcohol. It could be isolation. It, mm-hmm. you know. I think when you lose hope, you lose your focus, and then it makes you lose your purpose. Mm-hmm. That's good. And when you lose all that, what's the point? Or why start over? Because then you've just started over. You know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a big battle to keep going with when you don't have focus and you're, you've lost your purpose in it. You lost hope in it. You lost everything. Mm. So that's real good. I can go through seasons of that. I can. I know when I do it. I'm very aware when it's happening. But I sometimes I like to sit in it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh, oh yeah, I know. I'm the same way. <laughs> Like, I, I'll just sit in it, and I know I'm sitting in it, and I'm yeah, like, a little bit pity, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. That's I'm legitimately where I was the other day. I was like, I, I, I know what's going on, and I don't want to change it right now. Yeah, I I'm feel, okay with it. I feel, <laughs> makes me feel good feeling bad. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I know. And I take it out on everybody around me, too. That's the sad part. Even though I know that I feel this way, I will take it out on everybody around me and then be like, I know it's me. I don't care. Like, <laughs> still have the same attitude. <laughs> But then I get out of it. I don't stay there. Yeah, and I think that's important, to not stay there in hopelessness. Yeah, I agree. I think even people that, uh, uh, when they're there, especially when they know it, they yeah, who, who wants to be there? Yeah. Yeah, I think it can become so a part of your everyday life that it just happens and you get there. And I guess maybe you know it, but you're not aware if that makes sense. Yeah. You know it, but you're not aware. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> you're like, I'm so aware of everything. Like, how can you not know? Yeah. How do you know you know it, but you're not aware? You know something's wrong, but you may not be aware of yeah. what that is. What's causing it? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Or I was like, like wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> or like subconsciously, you can, it's kind of like, this is not I a can right be, feeling. Yeah, but, like um, I can be in this room right now and know I'm in this room. But I may not be aware of what's around me, so to speak, if that makes sense. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I guess, being being in the moment, which is something I'm working on in my life right yeah. now. Being more I mean, in like, the moment. And I'll, I'll even equate it to, to something in my life, Becca, which was, I mean, you guys know about this, and I'm, I may have mentioned it on the show recently, but it, I didn't mention it when it was happening. But, you know, back in, what was it, like November, October, November of last year, when I realized that I was going through a season of depression, like I knew something was wrong, but I was unaware of what it was. Right. It didn't hit me what was actually going. I just thought that these other things were wrong. And then I didn't realize that actually what it was, was I was going through depression and I needed help. So I think that same thing can happen with hopelessness. You know, something's not right, but you don't know that, that you've lost your hope necessarily. Mm -hmm. But and people people say, well, I you know I don't feel good, so therefore I must medicate it with this. I feel I, I don't I don't feel right, so therefore I must try. That guy's happy and he's drinking alcohol every night. Let me try that. Okay, that's not working. That guy's happy and he's smoking marijuana. Let me try that. That's not working. That guy's happy and he's he's running all over the world seeking thrills. That guy's happy and he's he's going from woman to woman to woman. Maybe I need to go from woman to woman to woman. That you know, and, and, and they chase things, but things aren't gonna replace hope in your life. Right. Rashina, you've been very quiet. I know. I think I need a notebook. 
Um, I don't know. I was thinking about recently I went through this a long period of hopelessness, and it was really hard. Um, and I knew, like, I knew that I was feeling that, um, but I, I didn't know how to change it because the, the normal ways that I would change it or get out of it weren't working. And so I just kind of felt stuck and it was really hard. It was, it was very strange. Um, I just, and I guess, and it was kind of, it was, it was like a crisis of my faith, basically. I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this, but, um, in that I was very hopeless because my whole life I had, I grew up in church and, um, I, you know, s developed a relationship with Jesus when I was very young, like started that. And so to have this period of not having God in my life was really weird. And, um, I just felt like my whole, my whole life had shifted and I didn't know how it had shifted and I didn't know what to do to get back because, um, like, praying and reading my Bible, and I was still going to church and just being around the same people, and nothing was really changing, and I just thought, okay, I don't know what to do. Um, it was like God wasn't in my life anymore. Like, he was completely gone, and um, I had never experienced that before for that long. And, um, so I went through this group at our church and I didn't, I didn't talk like during the group. I just kind of sat back and watched and listened. And, um, this group, there was a lot of, we read a lot of verses from the Bible and, um, there was a lot of prayer uh, but like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't participating. I was just kind of, I was just kind of there. I mean, I did, I did the little booklet that we had, but, um, and I got people to pray for me, but it just, like I said, nothing that I worked before seemed to be working. And, um, but I kept doing those things and um, finally, I think at the end of the group, there was a a conference then where we basically just prayed the whole time and um, sang songs, just praising God for who He is. And I think being in that that time is like hours of just being with like-minded people um, going after the same thing like God's presence was there I could feel him like I hadn't felt him before and I think it just helped me to um, to break through what I realized later was a, a lie that I had listened to that I had not realized that I had listened to and um I was able to, I mean, I didn't do it. God did it. And he brought, brought me back to where I'd been before. And um, he was, 
I could feel him again. And I, I mean, I heard him say to me, like, I was here the whole time. You just couldn't feel me. But it was really hard to not have any, any hope. It's hard when you don't have hope. And I think it's also a good thing because it shows how weak we really can be in that moment and how we need someone stronger yeah. for us. So hopelessness is kind of a good thing because it, it opens up and it shows us we need God who is a lot stronger yeah. for us to be so weak. Yeah. So let's just lay this thing out on the line here completely in this episode and say this. All of us in this room follow Christ. We've talked about this multiple times on the show. When we say our hope is in Jesus, that, that doesn't mean that we hope that our we have hope that our lives are going to be perfect or that we're going to get everything that we ask for, or that we're never going to go through strife. It just means that we don't put our faith in things of this world. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think ultimately we would, we would love for all of our listeners to come to that, to come to understand and know that same kind of hope, mm-hmm. right? Amen. That that's what we found and it's real to us. And, and, it, and, it, and, and no matter what we've been through, none of us in this room, none of us have lived lives without, strife none of us have lived lives without heartbreak none of us have lived lives without mistakes without anger without fighting we've we've had sicknesses we've had family members that were sick we've had death in our families we've had death in our friendships we've had both physical and just people walk away out of our lives that we thought were going to be there for longer we've all been through some things and 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 we have hope because we've seen what God has done for us and what he's brought us through and how we can know where our hope truly lies if we just go back and, 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 and dig in for it, which is what Rashan was talking about doing through that, through that group. And, you know. Which was being intentional. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen by accident. That's right. But so, you've got to keep it intentional to not lose your focus, to not lose your purpose. Because once you do that, then you're back to square one. Yeah. So for us, I mean, for, I guess, to even more directly answer your Kale's question, I mean, that, for me, that's what hope is. It's knowing that even though things aren't going to work out the way that I think they're going to, the way I think they should work out, they're going to work out in a way that's better for me. Mm. Even if I, even if I didn't get that new job, mm-hmm. something was going to happen at some point that's going to yeah. be better for me. And that's where my hope is. Yeah. It may not look like Jamie thinks it needs to look. Yeah. Often it doesn't. And and really when I look back and I think on what it could have been, if I'm glad it doesn't. For me, I think that's where it is. Amen. It's so good. I, uh, Rishan, I just want to thank you for bearing your soul in front of us. and um, That was amazing. I, I just, I, I, you know, as you were talking, Jamie, I just think um, growing up, you know, it's like, you get saved, you know, come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and and that can be such a cliche. Um, and then you can have this thought of, well, I'll never doubt my faith. You know, I'll never, I'll, I'll, I'll never question anything about God. You know, it'll always just be, um, you know, like kind of like you were saying, my, my my faith. Your life may not be perfect, but but my my walk with the Lord is going to be perfect. Like I'm just not going to doubt Him. I'm not going to. Uh, wander or anything like that, but I think it. 
I'm not saying that I want everybody out there to doubt their faith or to go through something, but I think at some point in your life as a born again Christian, you will do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's just let's go to one of the just patriarchs of the faith, Billy Graham. Um, I was listening to a documentary or watching a documentary on him. And before he went out and started preaching to the world, he had like at three o'clock one morning, he had a time where it just, uh, you know, his, his faith, like he questioned and went out to a tree stump with the Bible open mm-hmm. and just had an encounter with God. And um, after that, you know, he obviously God used him to speak to hundreds of millions of people, billions of people maybe. But um, what was interesting is in that same place that he was at, there were other great pastors or evangelists that were with him. And some of those, they were having doubts as well, and they didn't make it. Like, in other words, they turned on their faith. Um, but thank the Lord people for people like Billy Graham that, that, uh, that came back around. And thank the Lord that you were able to come back around. And, and I just I think in those situations... Um, it's kind of like Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen. It says, "As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another." When you, when iron is sharpening, it's there's sparks and there's friction. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you could probably say in your situation, that as a result of what you've been through, your faith in Christ is even stronger than it was before. Yeah, yeah that friction, that that doubt, all that stuff that was going on may not have felt good at the time, but now you look back and you see where you're that much farther ahead. Right. So um, so I say all that to say, like, if you're out there and you're doubting right now, don't despair in that. Don't don't be condemned in that. Don't be yeah. shamed in that. If anything, like Becca, like you said, be intentional, you know, dig back in and, um, you know, reestablish that, that, that faith and, and that hope in Christ uh, and let it take you to a new level. Mm-hmm. Please do not let it, don't let, don't let Satan condemn you and, Think that you're less of a person because you doubt your faith. That we, yeah. again, uh, if not all of us, most of us have been there or will be there at some point in our lives. And don't stay content with just sitting in that place of hopelessness, like because yeah. you really can just right. be content in it. It doesn't and that's have the to easy be. Route, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to look dark or scary. You can just be completely content. Of I'm just going to sit here. It's not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. And that might be a little bit scarier because you mm-hmm. can waver anyway. So start being intentional. Yeah, I like what I I heard, um, and I've heard a few other people kind of say the similar thing. But I remember listening to to Carrie Job one time talking about how um, I think her sister had gone through a tragedy, and she was just heartbroken over it, you know, for her sister, and um, how like she was, you know, she was mad at God. And so just talking about, like, being mad at God or having doubts or whatever and um, how God told her, like, I'm big enough for your disappointment. Like, I can handle that. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell me how you're feeling. Like, just being honest. And I think, like you said, Jonathan, like, having those doubts, like, don't feel shame in that. Like you said, Mm -hmm. like, push into it Mm -hmm. and um, tell God what you're feeling Mm -hmm. and what you're doubting and what you're thinking. Because, I mean, he's he's big enough to hear that and to deal with that. Like, it's not going to mess him up. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, I think that was a good discussion. We went to a little deeper places than we probably even intended, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
Let's get let's get let's get some little feedback from last week. You guys want to hear some feedback from our favorite oh, yeah. British person? <laughs> you gonna do it in the British accent? No, I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. He's gonna read it. I'm gonna just do uh, it in Australian instead, in honor of of our friend over at Highlands College. <laughs> you know, Scott? I also uh, oh, yeah. an Australian accent. Uh, no, so Liam. Our buddy Liam. Last last episode, we talked about how many BBCs there are. There was a question. We said, "How many BBCs are there?" So Liam has this, has uh, called us in. We got a voicemail from him. Oh, to uh, to clear up. So you are going to read it in British? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to do a really really good British impression. So let's let's see here. Hey guys, my name rhymes with Liam Holland. Ha <laughs> ha. So yeah, to answer your ever so important question in regards to how many BBCs there are, there's lots. They're on TV and on radio. TV, you've got BBC One, BBC Two, that one's great. BBC Three, BBC Four, CBBC for the kids, CBBS for the little kids, BBC News, BBC Parliament, so you can watch them all fighting in the Houses of Parliament. The news have it. The news have it. That's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, you've also got lots of radio stations. BBC Radio 1, BBC One Extra, uh, Radio 2, Radio 3, Radio 4, Radio 4 Extra, Radio 5 Live, Radio 5 Live Sports Extra, Radio 6 Music, BBC Asian Network, BBC World Service. Basically, there's a ton of BBC stuff out there. And, uh, and I still listen to, I don't watch the TV as much, but I still listen to the radio for the podcasts. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> Can I please say that I would never get an argument with him? Because I'd be like, say it again. <laughs> so, thanks, Liam. For If you want to hear more of Liam, Becca, I, I, you know, I've been negligent to mention this. Liam has a podcast. It's oh. called Legends of Podcasting. Yeah. They talk about New uh, like geek and nerd stuff. They're all British on the show. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, so you guys, if you guys are into like superhero stuff, kind of geek culture, and I say that with pride because I'm a geek, um, then like check them out, Legends of Podcasting. Also, apparently, the British Empire monarchy just runs the world over there. They don't get to hear anything. <laughs> what do you watch that's not BBC or listen to? It's all BBC. It's mm-hmm. just all BBC. There's nothing else. Mm-hmm. There actually, there is one more other channel I forgot because there was this. The Great British Baking Show that I like, it yeah. left BBC. It went to another channel, and it was like people were so furious about it because, like, uh, anyway. They only watch BBC over there. Yeah, because they're like, well, I can't get that channel. <laughs> Can I point out that um, J-Losey said, I've been watching documentaries of Billy Graham, and I'm like, oh, I've been watching documentaries of Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of different channels, Speaking I was like, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Did you, you know. Hey, and by the way, in my studies of Birmingham, mm-hmm. the history, y'all know where we get our name from. England. Nope. Yeah. No. Birmingham, England. Oh, or I, UK. Thought, I thought you meant yeah. like something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I went you several years ago. I went to, uh, I knew there was a Birmingham, yeah, England. Yeah, yeah. Several years ago, I went to, uh, to, to see Wicked in New York, the uh-huh. Broadway show. And the, you know, these people sat beside me and they were, they were British and, and, uh, and I, I could tell, obviously, just because of the way they were speaking. And I was like, and I was like, please, please let them be from there, please. And so they were like, oh yeah, we on holiday. And I was like, where, where are you guys from? And they're like, oh, we're from Birmingham. <laughs> How about you? And I was like, actually, me too. <laughs> the one in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. cool. Well, so like I said earlier, this is our final episode of the season. Everybody say, oh, oh. <laughs> 
and we will be back hopefully around September to, to kick off a new season. Um, so here's some, here's kind of my thoughts for the summer. I'm going to be trying to keep up with social media posting on, um, the Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and stuff. I usually, actually, I don't even hardly ever use the Twitter anymore. I probably should start. Um, but I do use the, the Facebook and Instagram. And if you guys want to send us some feedback about hopelessness or hope, you know, and I will, I will definitely respond to you. So please do. You can call us at 205-775-7860. You can email us at not99podcast at gmail.com. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at not99podcast or facebook.com slash not99podcast if Facebook is your thing. I'm going to hopefully keep keep us, keep everybody updated over the summer with things that are going on. Um, send out some, you know, episodes, uh, just kind of re re promote some of our episodes from this past season and um you know try to try to make sure we get new listeners you know subscribe to us man tell tell friends about us you know review us it was i shared our podcast with some people recently i think we've had like three people review us on itunes right now we're still at five stars which is awesome but it really does carry weight i mean they were the first thing that i mean they were kind of half joking but they're like "Ooh, it's a five-star rated podcast Mm -hmm. you know and and i'm like yep all three of those people that wrote in um (laughs) But yeah, just like connect with us. We want to connect with you. We want to stay connected over the summer. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll do some like live video feeds. We're actually going to meet with Liam's family in a few weeks. Oh yeah, uh, we talked about doing a camping Yeah, we're, gonna, we're going camping. So uh, we may do some live video from Jonathan's home state of Virginia. <laughs> and so, uh, so you get, let you guys see Liam's face and, uh, and hear his During voice. During the audio podcast? Well, no, live video, I said. Oh, like, live yeah. Y'all should do a podcast by the campfire we might do a campfire yeah, podcast i mean like i bought a thing to carry extra luggage on top of the car so we're good to go in this whole studio, <laughs> 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 studio. So which is have the, really these two microphones on this surface <laughs> right here you're gonna have hd cameras and all liam is a videographer by trade so yeah we might <laughs> <laughs> like that's his real job y'all got like the big satellite that's Broadcast. Yeah, we're gonna, we're taking this thing like a live news feed <laughs> to the BBC. To the BBC. Speaking of podcast on BBC Radio, we need to get in that market. They need to hear us in, in Britain. I feel like, oh yeah, for sure. for sure. They would see for Birmingham. Sure. They we don't need to put Alabama. Just say Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> they were local. Yeah, they won't know. Yeah, they won't even know. Yeah. Anyway, like, connect wow, with us are... over the summer. Keep up with us. Um, if you've got some some ideas, something burning in your heart for us to talk about, or something that we should do differently on season three, uh, let us know. And uh, until next time, which is who knows when. I'm Jamie Waters. I'm Shan. I'm J Lo. I'm still Becca Bryant. Still Becca Bryant. <laughs> Bye. Have a great Bye. week or Bye. months summer. or summer. summer. <laughs> <laughs>